And Happy New Year. Paul McLaughlin, the work walk here on webtalkradio.net. McLaughlin at work, your audio guide to the workplace, all about management, leadership, and employment. Today, an important discussion, 2008, hardly in the rearview mirror. But we're going to be talking about your careers with a person who has designed a system, GPS for your career, Promise Philon. I am in New York with Promise Philon. Thank you. So this is Promise Philon, founder and CEO of Upwardly Mobile, upmo.com. And we have built a career navigational system, a career GPS that allows professionals at various stages of their career to determine their path in their career and to manage to that and to manage their careers as an ultimate destination. The unique part of what we've done is we've we're helping individuals get to their career destination by leveraging the lessons learned and decisions of hundreds of successful executives, entrepreneurs, and folks in the non-for-profit space. So a user would come to upmo.com, get access to our application and solution, and GPS their career, figure out where they are today, determine a career destination, and navigate to that career destination with turn-by-turn guidance that we provide. That's at mo.com. A little bit of the background. This is how people can network. Her, her uh, business is about improving people's ability to network anytime, but particularly in this economy. And I just want to get a sense. Uh, she is from Northern California, visiting New York. We had a brief conversation before we started to say that New York is a pretty tough town these days, if not depressed. It's sometimes depressing for people who are in it and people who are visited. What, what's your take, Promise? I think that's right. Um, you know, obviously the economic downturn has hit has hit New York in a way that's as unique, right? You've got an entire industry that's been affected by um, an immediate thrust of of job losses and confidence losses and a lot of different things that don't always affect people across the country. So I, I think you've had an industry hit um, that's centered here. You've also had that hit happen at. Um, at a, a unique level, a high level within, uh, you know, Lehman's and Merrill, a lot of different organizations. So it's not happening just on the street. It's happening across um, the various echelons and, and across the hierarchy. And, and I think third, uh, as I mentioned to you before we started, that this whole Madoff crisis has has created a sense of, of, um, of uncertainty. And I think people are very shaken about it. Let me back up for a second. So um, I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Upwardly Mobile. Um, mm-hmm. We affectionately call it UPMO, mm-hmm. U-P-M-O. And we've built a career GPS system, mm-hmm. um, simply known as a career navigational system that helps people navigate from where they are currently in their careers to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Now, now, gone are the days. Now, the, the symbol of that sure. little GPS, just make sure that you right. people from California get ahead of us here for New York. Those, sure. those little... Uh, positioning systems that people have in the front of their cars. Most, many people do. They offer now Hertz, Avis, and the like, and it helps you get around when you're blind. When you're lost. lost. And you never want to be lost. Yeah, but you, always gotta, you don't have to know, but it used to be you had to know where you are. And I guess in your right. system, it's best to know where you are and then what your destination is. It'll help you get there. It will help you get there. Yeah. And it will help you stay unlost. And, um, and lost in, our, in, a, in a career uh, uh, perspective means you're, you're away from your destination longer. You're potentially taking wrong turns and missed turns and missteps. We want to keep you on the path that will get you to your ultimate destination. Uh-huh. So that's the goal of, of the application. And you talked earlier about networking. One of the things that we've done in building the secure navigational system is we've realized that most professionals 
at, at every stage and level, they get lost. They take a job that was wrong, they get underemployed, something happens in their career and it's hard to get back on track. Uh -huh. So what we've done is we've reverse engineered. Great, great timing. Right. Great, right. Great, timing. You know, great timing for you. That's your nice smile. It's yeah. inspired, yeah, I guess. Start, you sort of, sort of came down like we weren't living in December uh, 18th, 2008. Well, Talk about there are a lot of lost souls out there. There are a lot of lost souls. Who didn't anticipate being lost. That's We never do. No. We never do. And it's a surprise. And it's a very expensive surprise. Yeah. You know, I, I look at a career as the most rapidly appreciating asset. And why wouldn't you manage that more carefully? Why would you take the risks of going into the next job and going to the next job without a very clear plan? So what we've done is we've given people a semblance of what that plan would be. So tell me where you are. Mm -hmm. And the way to figure out your destination, which is interesting, is we've reverse engineered the success patterns of hundreds of successful executives, entrepreneurs, people like yourself, that I or any, any mid-career person can navigate to. Mm -hmm. So you essentially become my destination. Sounds a little bit like a uh, Harvard Business School case. <laughs> and I know you're a business. I don't know whether you took the case method. I'm always I took a the case I'm method. I'm going to be a little bit of a devil's advocate because okay, I'm a little, le a, a, a little leery of trying okay. to be Dick Fold. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, to be a little bit. You know, we have to be a little bit edgy here, promise and, and Phelan, we because are, if we, we don't, are in, we are in New York, so you can push back as you'd like. <laughs> But what, here's what we do know. There's something tangible about every success, right? Yes. And so what we figured out, and, and my director of methodology actually comes out of Nielsen Net Rating and, and Gartner, so she's incredibly adept at figuring out what are the pieces of something that can be replicated, mm -hmm. right? And so building a methodology that we've actually patented. So yes, there are parts of who you are that I cannot emulate, mm -hmm. right? Your personality is a little bit different than mine. I imagine we're probably similar, mm -hmm. uh, just based on what you're wearing today and what mm -hmm. I'm wearing today. Um, the situation that you grew up in was different than mine, right? Mm -hmm. We're in a different generation. Well, you're on the left coast. And I'm on the smart coast. Uh, <laughs> no, the other smart coast. There's a big difference. But at the end of the day, what we, what we can do is take the steps and decisions that you've made that got you from where you started to where you are today and overlay that with the educational things that you've done, the steps of, of how you've networked and built relationships. We can, we can give a, another individual the quantifiable as well as some of the qualified um, attributes of who you are, Paul, right? So that they can emulate and replicate those things. The timing is different, your personality is different, but it's all about the path and the steps, right? Mm -hmm. So what our application does is it allows an individual to go in, tell us where you are, and then go in online. It's an online so let's, let's, service. Uh, we had to be we had to be simple for the people between the coast, between the smart coast and the where you are. Oh, now. they're they're pretty. I'm they actually are. from Texas yeah, they originally. Are, but what, what we <laughs> so I'm between those two. Okay. as well. But we got we uh, always at McLaughlin at work. We try and pitch this so that people can can really understand enough about the methodology sure. that will drive them right. to Upmo to right. the Upmo website. Right. They'll have an understanding of right. what they can anticipate. So sure. the first thing they have to navigate to is to find you. That's right. So Upmo.com, UPMO.com, and this is not a commercial by any means nope. for Upmo, but really talking about um, we. This is a really tough emotional time. Right. We're going to the holidays. Yep. We have, um, you know, near zero uh, interest rate. We've got the Fed making a lot of moves. We've got so many things happening. That conversation around the Christmas table or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, whatever, is going to be about the economy and where we go from here. Mm -hmm. And you've got a lot of people who've been laid off or who are worried about being laid off and right. don't know what to do. 
So the real bare bones of what we're trying to do is give people an online solution that allows them to manage their career in an upward fashion. Mm -hmm. So the navigational system is not this unapproachable complex thing, but something that really needs to help people stay unstuck and stay unlost. Right. Now, what I'd like to do is I'd like to reverse engineer this conversation a little Great. bit. How you got to developing this, because this is new. This You're still new. in beta, so that beta. Th this is free for it's people free who for come now. in. Mm -hmm. Free for now. Mm -hmm. I understand that. This is a profit-making operation, ultimately. And if, right. and if it becomes sticky and people use it, they will want to pay for it because it will help right. it. Exactly. Okay. So when did this idea start, and what is it about what you have done right. in your career right. that put, pointed this to, to get into the career and networking business as mm -hmm. opposed to mm -hmm. making you with, you with Cisco, Cisco or BEA Systems, mm -hmm. I guess, one went sure, into the sure, other. Sure. Um, so give us a, give us a, a brief on yourself. Well, I, I think that's right. Um, you know, if I look back at, at my career, so the last company I ran, I started in 2002, mm -hmm. and it was a management consulting company. Of your own name. Of my own name, uh, the Felon Group, which still exists today. Okay. And I actually sold that company last year to a group of partners who worked with the organization. Uh -huh. And that business was a multi-million dollar management consulting company. Okay. And do you know how I did it? All networking, okay. All building relationships. All about you know sustaining partnerships that were mutually beneficial. Uh -huh. And so I came out of BEA in 2002. And the expert expertise in this consulting business. Great question. The expertise was around helping companies identify and replicate their most profitable customers. So hmm. I spent a lot of time. The 80-20 rule, and you got into exactly. digging into the 20. Exactly. So who are those 20? How do you keep them? How do you grow them? And how do you get more of them? Uh -huh. And um, you know, running that business, I had the opportunity to work with a lot of executives. Right. And the fascination for me was always, how is this person in a tough economic time successful and the other people aren't? And so I was always so fascinated with how you'd have some executives who were very much successful regardless of what was happening in the economy or the company and you had others who weren't so over those six years it was both the study of building a successful management consulting or services firm but also looking at these executives who had such different um, outputs and results from their careers and so that's really where it started to form and when i looked back i was sitting on the beach in cambodia in 2007 with my husband and we got into this conversation about what is the secret? And there, there isn't a secret, right. but there are a couple factors that I saw over all those years of working with hundreds of companies. Mm -hmm. And there were two that really keyed for me. One was the individuals who, were, who were, had breakthrough careers, right? Who were upwardly mobile. Uh -huh. They had two qualities that I thought was interesting. One was they always had an inkling of where they wanted to go and they didn't, stay, they didn't stay a lot of time being lost. They were always trying right. to get to their goal, right? Yep. And then secondly was, regardless of their style of doing it, they were constantly building and managing a, a, a network of relationships. Mm -hmm. So not passively, but actively. Right. And, you know, and consciously? Consciously, they had okay. a practice. Okay. They had a habit, great question. And it's like doing a to-do list. It's, I don't do a to-do list, but right. I've been told by my wife that now is the time to start doing now a to-do list. Now is the time to it's, start. It's, not, it's never too late to start this, though, is it? It's never too late, and it, it has to Could be... you say that again? It's never too late. It's <laughs> never too point. late. You're a quick-talking Texan. you got to slow down on the real message. Well, you guys like me. It's not never too late, and then you move on. It's never too late. Because well, I think people mm -hmm. are in the mood now 
to or, or thinking, and, and New York, uh, and, uh, and I'm serious about this, New, every city, I, I did a book by Richard Florida about sure. who's your city. Okay. And where you live is, in fact, important to the relationships you have and, 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 and how you feel about yourself, that energy mm. that was in New York. Sure. And so when you're talking now about the situation that people find themselves, is it fair to say that many people are thinking like it's starting all over again? Um, that's a really interesting perspective. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think so. I think there are enough places where you can go and sort of say, well, I can leverage this, or I've got this relationship, or I've got this in my background, I've got these assets. But at the same time, I think with the new year coming, you know, you yep. talked about that 52nd week, people are definitely thinking about what their resolutions and goals are going forward. Uh -huh. And so I think this is a time to be focused on the future. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. But let, let, you see, so you're on the beach, and, and you started to, to pull together a, a thinking like somebody who wanted to do something for somebody else. And you, and you, you sense that maybe we're, in, we we're heading towards where we are now. Timing is, is important. Uh, Computer-based. Mm -hmm. and, and then you had to come up with a system as you said, a methodology. Right. Give me a sense of, of how, how, that, how you arrive at a Came methodology. Uh, very slowly. Good. Uh, so <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. We spent a lot of time doing research with, with two big audiences, people who were in their careers and who were, try, who were trying to become upwardly mobile and what challenges they had, right? And the second Stop. group... Mm -hmm. Upwardly mobile means what? People who want to further their careers, um, make more money, get new opportunities, who want to continue to grow and evolve. And that actually is most of us. Yeah. Most of us have that desire. Yeah. And I think that that, I hate to keep interrupting you, but no. you're so interesting because you come from a generation. I was with Solomon Brothers, okay. the, old, the old Solomon the Brothers. Old Solomon the old Solomon Brothers. And uh, it, one of the things that we said when I first joined there in 86 was that the retention rate was a reason to come to the firm. Right. That when you came, the, over the last then 10 years, which seemed like forever, nobody ever left. It strikes me that with the 90s, I don't know whether it was the crash in 87 mm -hmm. um, or uh, 10, 12 years later, the bubble burst. But when people, when you're talking about upwardly mobile, part of it is built into the fact that corporate America isn't what corporate America was. And I'll pick a date, October 87. Right. The, the world has changed. That's right. So you're in the new world. And I'm trying to get where you are. Right. So continue. But that's what upwardly mobile, part of, part of upward mobility is the fact that people are concerned that the world in which they are is much different, particularly in the 40, 50, 60 year Okay. It's, it's a different world. That's why, that's why I said starting mm. all over again. Well, and you point out something I think that's really powerful, which is we don't, we don't stay in jobs for 25 years anymore. Right. right. And so upward mobility doesn't mean progressing through the ranks within the company. It means really having your own path and sort of owning it, right? You know, so I, I look at um, my parents' generation and, and, you know, my mother worked at Kaiser for, for decades. And so her career path was much different than mine. Kai, Kaiser the... Kaiser, the healthcare company. Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser Permanente. Okay. She worked there um, both in California and in Texas. Okay. And she had a very clear career path, right. right? It was, you know, you kind of paid your dues and you did what you needed to do. And so she was very excited to follow that path. And she knew at every, every inflection point right. that she was there, uh -huh. right? Yep. We don't know now. 
We don't. Very scary. And I think that's it's it's exciting because, you know, here we are, and you you have a radio show, and that's not necessarily a, a progressive straight line linear path, right? It's a it's a unique way of managing your career. So what what I want to do is that those inflection points don't become opportunities to get lost. Okay. And we're in one right now. Okay. We're in one right now, and I think to your earlier point, I listened to your radio show a couple for a couple days. Is we're going to be in one, <laughs> <laughs> and and may I ask you, Ms. Palon, for how long? Uh, well, I'm I am not an economist, and, right. and and Lisa Strand, who's our director of methodology, who's been on television several times, always says, "Let the experts do what the experts <laughs> need to do." That's right. What I've heard, because you don't need to be wrong in this. I don't need to be wrong. <laughs> you know what? There are a lot of people who say that it's going to go on for a couple years. I I think there's going to be uncertainty for a long time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Methodology. Methodology. So the second audience that we looked at was we we started reverse engineering all these successful individuals. We right. looked at people who are in the public domain, uh -huh. but we also looked at that that you know senior director of marketing or that person who got from being uh, you know a financial analyst and who's now running a division. What are the steps? Right. And so we reverse engineered enough of those people to build. Uh, what I'll call a set of algorithms, which is a big word, but essentially just means a, a repeatable way, right? Mm -hmm. A mathematical repeatable way to do this. And mm -hmm. so we've taken that and integrated it into an application that people can use now. So that methodology of how you get from one step to the next, you can use, you, you can understand by using our application. So I want to make sure that the good audience of McLaughlin at work here. Paul McLaughlin with you. The Work Wonk, uh, week 52, uh, tail end of 2008. And I am speaking with Promise Phelan, who is the president and CEO of, the company is called Upperly Mobile? The company is called Upperly, uh, Upperly Mobile. Mobile. And it is uh, the product, and it is important to point out that it is product, is referred to as Upmo. I say referred to because that's how you're also going to get on to sure, it. Sure, that's, that's right. That's, that's what you're driving. A GPS for your career, particularly timely. It is a new company, um, and it's a new product, right. both coming at the sure. same time. Sure. And uh, we are talking with Promise here in New York City, anticipating that this uh, th th this broadcast of McLaughlin at Work will serve as a leverage point for people, mm -hmm. even if they're unsure. Mm -hmm. Try it out. Right. This is not an infomercial. This happens to be. Not dissimilar from an author having written a book. Read the book and you'll know sure. more about what I'm talking about. And this is a product variation of that. It, we have been dealing, uh, Promise is correct, we've been dealing with networking sure. here on the show because it was particularly timely. Right. And, and, and this, interestingly, because we had a um, uh, couple of guests on who are talking about networking. But this is a particular, this is a product. We're going to you're, you're going to get people onto the web, and they're going to help themselves from that. So we're just talking about we're going to get to that because I want to hold on to that for people to stay with us. Great, great. To uh, to talk about the product, um, you were beginning to uh, address putting it putting it together and 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 um, the whole um, what was the the, the algorithms? Mm -hmm. And I have one question about algorithms. Sure, go ahead. You, you mentioned uh, Bernard Madoff and the impact he's having. Uh, we talk about due diligence. He clearly fooled a lot, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, he, and it seemed like it was too good to be true. Yeah. Um, part of what 
in risk management, I'm, I'm flick, flicking around here, but sure. I'm going to come to the point. Part of risk management is what your assumptions are. Mm. Is there, what are the assumptions that went into Upmo that drives the product? So when people do their due diligence, why do they think this might work? You're the architect. You're, right. you're, you're the company with your colleagues. What are the assumptions that you put into this before you got to your algorithms? That is a fantastic question. Um, so in assuming risk and in assuming and building a methodology, you have a lot of assumptions you build in. Let me talk about two in particular. One is that it's, it's risky and expensive to get lost in your career, so it's important to have a plan, right? So that's, that's one of the key assumptions is that the individuals who use our application are, are looking for some direction about where their career is headed, right, and who are willing to invest time in that. So that's, that's one assumption. The second assumption is that your career path is something that you can build based on information and insight and inspiration from someone else, which is how we've done it. And I'll talk about that when we get to the product part. But you can't replicate being uh, Richard Branson. You can't replicate. That's the first time that you have mentioned him, but I know he's a particular. Of interest to me. Of a particular right. interest to you. Have you met him? Uh, I haven't, but I'm, I'm working on it. So okay. put it that way. So hopefully okay. one of your audience maybe, members. Maybe McLaughlin will work and we can get him in here again. <laughs> Richard, when he comes to New York. Um, his, his new, his new uh, service to California is quite good. Yeah. Uh, Virgin uh, America. Virgin America. Yeah, very good. Right. They've yeah. got fancy colors inside the fuselage. It's pink well, and purple. And it, it's, a, it's a great, Crazy. a great service. Okay, so Richard was one of your uh, unknown mentors. Yeah, and, and I can never be Richard Branson, right? But I can, I can study what he's done, and I can look at the decisions that he's made, and I can emulate some of those decisions, uh-huh. and I can figure out how he got from where he is. Another good example is someone who's moved up um, in the ranks of another company and who's gone out on their own and started their own business. So the second assumption really, really is that you can't, you can't replicate someone's success, but you can emulate their success. So the first is that people want to manage their careers, and I believe now more than the ever... The difference between replicate and emulate. Replicate is a, a direct replica of, of what you've done mm-hmm. and get the same results. Uh-huh. Emulate is be informed and inspired by. Okay. Right. So, so the two assumptions being that people are going to start managing their own careers because it's no longer up to the human resource department. They have to. They have to. They have to. Our, our homes, our livelihood is now tied to that. And like you said, there are no company jobs anymore. So that's one. Second is that it's about emulating proven paths of success okay. versus replicating them. So those mm-hmm. are the two core assumptions. Uh, the methodology we've patented has been a lot of time you know, vetting over the last year and really trying to get more information. So I feel good that this application, a lot of experts in the industry do, this application is one that will, A, be organic and continue to become intelligent as more people use it, mm-hmm. but B... It's like Wikipedia. It's like Wikipedia, right? right? It's becoming smarter. But secondly, it's really enabling the individual to be in a space where they can say, okay, what am I going to do in my next career move? And actually know what that looks like before leaping or stumbling. I have not gone on to the website. We're going to hold on to this, but okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, my seatbelt is buckled, <laughs> thinking, <laughs> thinking of what kind of a ride, what kind of a ride that will be. Um, you are not. I'm going to drift here for a minute. Sure. You're not a futurist, I'm necessarily. Not a futurist, no. Okay. Um, but what does what does the future hold? For Upmo? Yeah. 
I think what, what what could it possibly become? It's what it's going Google? to become. Could it become? Well, uh, I I respect the guys at Google, and I think I would love to emulate their success. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or replicate it. Uh, emulate. Yeah. Emulate. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's Lisa fair. would hold me accountable to that. But really, it's going to transform how people manage their careers. I think we're on the cusp of something very inspired, mm -hmm. and. Um, and there's been enough proof points just in the last you know, six months around the economy and jobs right. that I think the way that people manage their careers today is gonna be very different than the way they manage their career in five years, just to your earlier point. Uh -huh. And we're gonna be smack dab in the middle of it. I, I have a, uh, I've got a problem with the screen and I've got my own problem with network. I'm fairly outgoing, but you I think are. what I have found mm -hmm. in, in, in particularly in this economy, I shouldn't okay. have said I'm outgoing, it really, um, that's irrelevant. I don't know why, I don't want to emulate or replicate what I am in the future. But it does strike me that one of the things that's happening now is that people are afraid to network with other people. They don't know who to talk to. They are uh, insecure. Mm -hmm. uh, the person they talk to, they don't know whether they're better than them and better shape and willing to talk, and then they'll be talking down or in worse shape. And then, uh, um, this is not a people connection, is it? Is, is this out of a, is this a black box? Can product? we talk about the product now? Is it time? No, I, I'd like to hear a little theory okay. first. Like let's let's talk theory. about about You're networking. You're a computer person. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an English major. Okay. So, I so, mean, so what, what, do you think? Do you think in numbers? Are you are you numerate? I I am a, a little bit in that in that domain. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, she says with faint phrase. Yeah. Well, okay. It, but also, uh, I I think in terms of how how the music happens and all okay. those things. Okay. So so definitely how it comes together. Let me talk about my philosophy on networking. Good. And then you can get to the. And product. then we talk about the product. My philosophy on networking is it has to be a habit. Okay. Okay. And it's not something that I can do uh, tomorrow, but not do in six weeks, right? Because okay. my network gets stale. It's one of those things that has to also be right. maintained. Right. So really what you want to do is divorce oneself from the idea of who's better than me, who's not better than me, but really put networking into the context of it's got to be one of the most important habits for managing my career. Now, now, there's been research done recently, and you've seen it because you live it, that 70 to 80% of mid-level and executive jobs are found through one's network. And if I search back in my career and if you search back right. in yours, right. I imagine that to be true. Yes. That's why we're here today right. together. Um, so if that is the case, then the more actively I'm doing this with the right people, with the better habit, are my odds, so going back to your Solomon days, are my odds better? Right. Of finding a better opportunity right. quicker. So my philosophy is it's got to be a habit. My philosophy also believes that it's got to be mutually beneficial because if networking becomes a transaction, it loses its power, okay. which means that I can't do it when I'm looking for a job. I've got to be networking right. as part of right. my, my, daily, my right. daily routine. Yeah. And we did some research. It's actually free on our website. We studied 650... Um, professionals. We actually did a study with Pepperdine University in Malibu, okay. and we studied how people network. And this is available. You can download it for free on our website. How'd you study it? So we did, study survey. Survey. we did a survey. We did a survey online. Online survey okay. of 650 executives, okay. mid-level managers. Um, we so Pepperdine sponsored this survey. Okay, and um, 
just wanted to find out how they're networking and how much time they're spending. Yep. And we found a direct correlation between the amount of time and the habitualness of someone's networking habits and their income. Okay. So don't, don't believe me. Believe the numbers I, are I'm, all I'm, out I am there. a very believable person. Great. Right? But, and, and when you say that, is networking different in good times than in bad? Great question. Uh, so I, I talked to a colleague um, a couple days ago about that, and he's a very well-placed executive at a large um, technology company, not on the left coast, <laughs> closer <laughs> to you than to me. Please take note, gentle listeners to McLaughlin Network, that Promise Phelan is pointing at me. As I am pointing that. at him. Uh, but he said to me that every morning when he gets in and he downloads his email, there are at least half a dozen resumes every single morning okay. of people trying to get him to help them. People that he knows. People that he knows, some he doesn't know well, people okay. who've been referred. So I think networking in a down economy is probably filled with a lot of static and noise. Right. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people are frantic, a lot of people are blasting, a right. lot of people are doing that. So I think a down economy creates a little bit of um, pandemonium and excitement. Right. Around the, cr networking. the Christmas card that people send out in bad times is different than the one that they send out in good times. Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't add a picture this year. <laughs> right. You put your resume on the That's cover. Right. So we, we do think it's different and we think that um, you got to be prepared differently. What was the surprise from your study, if there were any? Oh, that's a great uh, surprise from our study. There, there were a couple that I can think of. Um, one is that people knew that networking would help increase their personal income, hmm. but did not spend any more time doing it than they would have if it didn't increase. So they still, the average person spent fewer than two hours a week actively networking. And even though they believed if they spent twice as much or three times as much that it would affect their income. Now, I, I, I don't see the corollary between uh, income and networking. Interesting. Because you've got to move your job, right? And that, that, isn't that embedded in the thought? See, that's, I, I think there are a lot of different viewpoints on networking. One is that you only network to, to move jobs. Okay. The other view is it's a, life cycle, it's a life cycle that when you're in your job, so let's say, for instance, when I moved from running a, a, a management consulting company to running a software business, right. I need a little bit of different, I need help yeah. doing those two different things because they're different. My network's right. gotta look different if I'm managing a consulting firm because I'm thinking about billable hours, I'm thinking about scoping and management, I'm thinking about how to extend and flex my team. In a software business, I'm thinking about the ecosystem around my product, okay. right? Yep. So my network's gotta look differently. It's not about finding a job. It's about information and relationships. Now I need investors. Now we've got you know, attorneys who are much more involved in our lives. So I've got a whole different set of people around me now than I did when I ran my consulting company. Okay. And so networking built is the bridge between those two things, but it's also what bolsters and enables me to do this thing well. Okay. So so we look at networking as not just something that helps you get from one side of the river to the other side of the river, right? right. But something that helps you be successful in that new thing, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so you're smarter, so you're more engaged, so you're getting the right partnership right. set. So it's more than that. It's more than that. The networked professional is the more informed professional. Okay. The networked professional has more options. The networked right. professional is able to hire employees faster. The networked professional is at an absolute advantage. Okay. So it's not just about getting from that next job, but it's really about 
how you maximize and, oppor and optimize that opportunity. I hope I'm being clear. Well, that you are. You are. You're raising questions in my head. That's why I'm looking at you with a frown. I understood exactly what you were saying, but I was thinking about um, before we before we get to the product here with Promise Phelan of Upmo Upmo Mobility. Do and, and we're not picking on the coast, but I, I do think there are differences. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was out in Los Angeles and reflected on this to the McLaughlin at Work audience coming back that people who are flying east to west are glad to be leaving New York. And people flying west to east say, uh, wow, Los Angeles and San Francisco, they, they're not feeling it the same way. Um, I also, from my own experience in the business world, find that uh, over time, and I don't know where it is, uh, I think the, uh, all of us in many respects will be working for a much longer time so sure. that uh, where we are in our career, mid-career mid, mid now, frankly, is in most many industries is sort of maybe late 50s even. Sure. People sure. have to. And in the current economy, people have to more than ever. But it strikes me that when you get to be a senior executive, and let's pick an age of mid 55, the net, there becomes a, a membrane around you, mm -hmm. and, and it's harder because you're less receptive to new ideas. You don't, you don't accept new ideas that are de novo. Right. Uh, they, if something comes out of, if, if Promise Phelan, Phelan walks into my office and says, "I have a new idea," and nobody had introduced me to her. My first thought was, if if she comes in with a new idea that I haven't heard from anybody else, I, I, pro I mean, I'm senior enough; it's probably not worth my time. So. City comparison, is there an age comparison to one's capable capability to network? I, I think you raise a really interesting perspective and point. It's because I'm old. It's because you're old. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're Thank old. Thank you, promise. No. Um, it's interesting. So when we were doing a lot of the reverse engineering work of executives, we asked this question. How do you network when you're the CEO of a $3 billion company right. versus how you network when you're a marketing manager at, right. okay. at a brand Fair manager enough. at Coca-Cola, yep. right? You, yep. It's different. Yep. But it's it's the same. It's all about currency, right? So um, currency and trust. Right. When you're a six, when you're a 55-year-old managing director at, at a large brokerage house, your network is a protectant and it brings you well-qualified opportunities because right. it's, it's smarter, it's more mature, right? right? So uh -huh. the only way that you're gonna let someone in is if they come through the network. You're gonna hire through your network, right? You're, you're gonna find, um, that's part of the whole Madoff thing, right? We, we network as a way of not having to do that due diligence process. People to people. Over and trust. over. It's trust, trust. and cr it's, it's the currency of trust. And so- That's the great casualty here. That's the casualty Madoff. here that happens, and, and it's, it's unfortunate in some cases, but it's, it's beautiful in millions of others. Madoff is a bad, is, is, the, um, is not just He was a bad role. guy. Well, I think there are a lot of people who, who take that approach to doing everything. I mean, if you were gonna True. find a financial advisor right now, you would not open the phone book. Right. You would call all of your colleagues and you would ask them who they recommended. Right. And so I think as you get older, that becomes an ingrained part of how you do things. Okay. Right. So it's not different. I think it's just more refined as we get older. And more specific to Upmo the product, um, this is good for people from 20 to 80. I'd love to say that it is. Uh, but that was not a plant. It just I'm occurred a, to me that there's a, there's a bell curve here. Thank you. Thank you. And, and 
you know, I'm focused with my organization and we're all very focused on who our customer is. So I bring that from my last business. Right. And our customer is someone who's 25 to 44. Okay. So that, in that career, <laughs> I know, but Promise. we'll give you a free pass. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So it's all about focus. Because I'm going to use this. You are going to yeah, use this. Yeah, and if I'm a success, I'm going to tell you I'm way out standard deviations outside that bell fantastic, curve. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay. Uh, so saved by the bell, right? Right. And a modest interruption by an iPhone. And I noticed that one of the product issues that you, ultimately this will be a is something that one can use in a mobile sense. I saw sure. that that is still to come. I see you have an Apple computer too, and you're from California, but you still are sort of focused on a, a different uh, technology, different platform. I guess they're all coming together. It's not, they're all coming not, together. Not, not the issues, uh, although the iPhones, I think, are, are pretty special. Promise Phelan, uh, Paul McLaughlin, McLaughlin at work, uh, cutting into the corner of the end of 2008, come to that happy moment when we can discuss Upward Mobility, the company, how it was formed, Promises, giving us some. In, it was a Cambodia or Thailand. It was Cambodia. I Cambodia was Cambodia on the beach, and coming um, to uh, put this a methodology uh, together to help people with their careers, and it is a product that lends itself to the computer. Um, I, I say it in that way because, uh, how would you like to describe this? Yeah, so what is Upwardly? What's the elevator speech? What's Upwardly Mobile? So Upwardly Mobile is a career GPS that allows individuals to more effectively manage and grow their careers. So it is a, a navigational system that provides the user with um, the information and insights to really get to where they want to go professionally. So it's a career GPS, a navigational system. Yep. And um, so if you were to go to upmo.com, your experience with the product would be would be such. Um, so there are a couple phases that you go through. The first phase is we want to assess where you are. And so we do an absolutely free forever uh, network readiness evaluator. So we evaluate. Could you say that a little network bit? Network readiness evaluator. Okay. So we evaluate um, using using our methodology where you are in your career as well as your your network's ability to get you where you want to go in this economy okay so does, you, that, does that borrow from miller uh, any of the standard tests that people could identify with give a sense of what that how that works so a, a lot of what we've done here is based on our our independent research network okay we've used some interesting techniques we've looked at um, different areas of readiness so we look at are you networking enough and spending enough time uh, where where are you in terms of career change are you on the verge of change and if you are you should be networking more than if you're not on the verge of change uh-huh. uh, so we look at um, how referable are you okay. and and are you managing those relationships in a way where someone might refer you to someone else right um, so we look at a couple factors and uh, we've used proven methods we've used new methods and have built this um, this methodology that allows us to assess one's readiness so that's your first step okay and then your second step is and now you t- now to be simple, but this sure. you do this online. This so, so our literally you go on you go on upmo dot com, com right, and you will be and you follow the prompts. You follow the prompts. It's okay. it's very simple. So our our what solution. What kind of information are are you taking mm-hmm. at the beginning? So that's a good question. So again, Up, Upmo is an online service that we imagine people will use on a daily, regular basis. Okay. 
And there are three elements, as I said. So one is that early evaluation. Okay. And we ask you scenario-based questions about what you would do in certain cool. networking situations. So it's very fun, but also incredibly uh, robust and rich. We ask you some questions about where you want to be in, in five or ten years from a career perspective. And from that evaluator, we can tell you about ways to improve your networking, but we also then can pull you into the product, into experiencing the product. So you've taken this free, quick evaluation. Right. The second step is now you want to GPS your career, and I right. want a roadmap, right? right? So our next step is you choose an which up is, model. Which is one of the reasons why you said right. that your age group is in the 20, repeat Five that? to 44. To 44, because it's still true as we go into, the, for, for the people who are 55 to 60, this is particularly threatening time because it may be very difficult for them to get a job does this help? I'm going to jump ahead, but does this help people find um, entrepreneurial or follow their instincts, or is this networking yeah. heading them back into corporate America? So, again, the overall solution is a career navigational system, and what we believe people need is a roadmap for how they want to get to their destination, and then an ecosystem of relationships. And so, networking is not outside or, or, or separate from your career. These two things are now brought okay. together, okay. right? Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. So um, just one quick aside, most of our investors are over 50. So those are the people who okay. believe in this. Okay. So, and they're all active users, which okay. is the fun that, that, part. Thank you, thank you very much. That's all different. <laughs> it's good for them as opposed to good for us, but it's, this is good for them and us. Well, right. It, uh, so those people are actively using the application as well. So right. you've okay. taken this evaluator. You're now in the application, and we want you to GPS your career now. So it's about focusing on where you want to be. So you pick a person to emulate. Okay. And that person has been... An avatar of some sort. Uh, a real person. <laughs> okay. Fair an enough. avatar. Fair nice, enough. nice. Very second life, right? <laughs> of you. I'm not sure what an avatar is. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in to indicate some currentness or game playing, which I don't It's do. cool. Thank you. It's cool, Paul. Thank it you. passes. So, um, so you GPS your career. You pick someone to emulate, and they become your career destination. Either 5, 10, 20, 30 years out, you pick. And we have reverse engineered this real person... And you can now navigate to where they are. So imagine a roadmap. So map. you give choices. You give choices. You can say, I want to you, be... You select a, a real person. You select a real that, person. That's in your... That, that real person is like the satellite. Take the GPS example. It's all up there. They are the destination. They're the destination. The okay. satellite is the methodology. Okay, Helping gotcha. you navigate. Good. Great. Thank you for taking my analogy into the next level. So they're the destination. You are here. And they are there. Okay. You, you pick where you want them to be. And then you get to make life choices. What if I get that MBA? What if I get this? What if I take two years off to have a child? What if, I mean, there are real things that we have to think about in our careers. So we've, we've back-ended the, the investment and the real cost and opportunity of every career choice between where you are today and where that person is. So I get to say, Anita Salinas is one of our up models. So if I put her out there, she's now the head of um, customer marketing at a very successful company, but she took two years off to have a child. Uh -huh. She um, was a, in sales at IBM. She worked at several different startups, and you get to see how that affected her salary, how, that, how many years it took, what kind of decisions she made, and then you get to take that framework of her career and then start to make real decisions that mean something to you. And so then you get a map of how long it would take you to get from where you are today to where she is and what investments, what, how much you need to network to get to where she is. 
So that's the second step. Okay. And then you push save. And then our system, there are lots of mice running in the background. We say, okay, great. Now you have a sense of your destination. We give you turn-by-turn directions, day-by-day guidance on how you should get there. And one of the core elements is how you should be networking and what are the best practices to do to get there. Does that make sense? So we've given you this destination. You've talked about the steps in between where you are today and where you want to be. And that's based on some individual and what they've done and their guidance. And then we give you day-by-day, turn-by-turn directions on how to get to that ultimate place. Now, I, one of the things that amazed me about GPS, because I was a rel- relatively new convert to it, I bought a portable uh, when I was lost in Chicago. Nice. So right where Garmin was. Went down there in Michigan <laughs> Ave and bought one. My family was howling with delight that we finally had one of these. Um, but if you got off course, it, it, it corrects itself. Is that part, obviously, if, if you're driving on, what is it, I-70 through Colorado, right. <laughs> and you get off and you decide to go to Aspen, it'll, it'll get you back on the road uh, towards that same person? Exactly. And toward whatever your goal is. Okay. So we monitor your progress. We monitor on a daily basis. Are you networking with the right people? Have you made the right career investments? Are you getting the right things done for your career? And then if you get off course, some of those moves are are inconsequential, right? You can get off and go have a burger and get back on, but it's really about maintaining the course at the speed that you want to go. And sometimes you decide you want to go the scenic route, and that's okay too. Okay. So what the system is really doing is giving you a roadmap for how you get to where you want to go, monitoring that, and then really giving you daily guidance for what you should be doing. And give what me an steps example of daily, daily guidance. So um, one piece of daily guidance we give you is all the leaders in your career, let's say for, let's use an example. Let's use, um, you've got, let's say her name is Paula, and she's someone who wants to go from being a brand manager to being a divisional, a divisional GM. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so we've got a divisional GM in our system. She gets to map out her career to that person, make all those decisions, okay. save that roadmap, and now she's got a plan, right? right? So daily guidance would be for Paula. Paula, all the top people in your space who are divisional GMs attend this conference. It's happening on July 21st okay. of next year. Right. So attend this conference. <clears throat> okay. Paula, of someone who's a divisional GM, here's what their network looks like. Okay. Segment your network and see if your network lines up with theirs. Paula, there's a great business book that just came out that everyone in that space is reading. Buy that book, read it, and send it out to four of your colleagues. So really... Just like the, everybody wants to speak to Promise Phelan. And I'm the person who is so designated. You are designated I am one today. lucky guy. No, this is great. So, so my, my passion around this is uh-huh. I, want, I want people to know and have success in plain sight. You know, that's, that's my mission. Okay. And so the application takes you from, you know, knowing where you are today and assessing that, giving you a clear picture of where you want to go, giving someone that can inspire you to get there, right? right. And then giving you the daily actions. Because it's so easy to say, Paul, you'd be a great entrepreneur. But what do you do with that? Right. What do you, I mean, there's nothing that you can do with that information. Right. But if I tell you... It sounds like your mother talking to you. Right. <laughs> okay. My mom's going to listen to this podcast. So I need to be ca- very okay, cautious very here. Okay, very cautious. That, she's, that. Uh, she's actually five foot and pretty feisty. And in Texas. And in Texas, right. Okay. right. Okay. So, uh, but at the end of the day, you, we need more than that. This is real. And so I want to give you a person to emulate okay. so that you can look back on that person and say, well, what did they do when they were in, right. what did they do in a downturn? Right. 
And then I want to give you the daily stuff. I don't yep. want to give you this high level view. I want to give you actual things that you can act on today right. that will help you get to your goal. Okay. Now, you just made me think of it. Um, you're an African-American. Is it important that could I pick a woman to, to as my destination <laughs> to pick on me? Right. I mean, could, you, could you do that? Yeah. I mean, in that, in that yeah. regard, mm -hmm. your careers are, in fact, are different. Yeah. They are... There are certain things about them when you hit either glass ceiling as a woman mm -hmm. or in certain cities where an African-American would be more readily acceptable mm, than in others. Is that is that all part of the map? Do not go there? Uh, I think what we've done, going back to assumptions, is not about replication. It's about emulation. Okay. So, uh, But gender must be. Gender is a consideration. Critical. Gender is a consideration. Don't so. cry in the meeting, honey. <laughs> Or something else. I mean, I, I think that's well, a little pointed. But there, there, there sure. have to be, mm -hmm. there have to be certain. Again, going back to assumptions, right? That there is certain body language. There are certain women get ahead for different reasons that men do. Not right. entirely, but right. they use an entirely different set of of soft skills. Sure, I would think. Is that fair? Well, in all these conversations we're having with successful men and women, we definitely see differences. We also see differences by by regionality. I think you pointed that out earlier. Right. People who get ahead in Boston, they're doing different stuff than in Dallas, right? right? They're networking differently. So at the end of the day, okay. there are a lot of factors. But that person that you're talking about is, in fact, in Boston. So if you want to get to Boston... Right. I mean, and you probably take that into account. Because we, do take, would... we do take that into account because salaries... In Boston, <laughs> right. look different than salaries in Dallas, right? right? Yeah. So there are a lot of factors that contribute to success, and and we think that you can emulate someone who's in a different um, vein than you, mm -hmm. and still get value out of it. I guess the question that I would ask um, of of you and of, wow, this is great, uh, right? The yeah. question I, I would ask of you is because I've got a couple more of you. What if this would have existed when you were leaving Solomon? Different time. That's okay. exactly exactly my point. Okay. Um, and I think that it, it's interesting that that this product will um, emerge and will people will use in right. 09, People will use Upmo, and they will associate it with a bad times model. Mm -hmm. That's not good or bad. Sure. But but they're under enormous pressure. Right. And so they're they're reaching for I won't call this a straw. They're they're reaching for an oak tree. Mm -hmm. People need people need right. promise. People need help. Right. This is a tool to help people. Right. If this had come out two years ago, it would have been it would have been harder, perhaps, to sure. get people to uh, appreciate sure. that when the stuff starts to go the other direction, you better have established some connections because they're going to be tougher. If and everybody's moving down downhill at a fast pace, it's tougher to get hold of people. So I, the, the point is well taken about Solomon, but I, I, in, in my business career, which has now gone through the 70s, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the aughts, mm -hmm. um, there is a time and a place. Right. And so part of what you're talking about is just like we are able to conduct this interview, I'm able to talk to you and, and talk with you. Have you explained this and, and have it replicated in a medium that didn't exist? Back at Solomon, so and and your GPS example, I can't tell you when GPS has arrived, but I would I would think it was it was after two thousand. It was probably two, at a consumer level. At a consumer level, where right. you could pay, afford to pay a couple of hundred bucks for one. Um, so, and in other people we've talked to, I mean, this is a tool 
And uh, let me turn the question. Do you, would you want people to use this tool to augment other things about networking? I mean, how isolated is, is Upmo? So I think you're, ans you're asking and you're answering the question, which is that um, this is a time to leverage all aspects, right? right? Um, and, and Upmo is really about career navigation. And so there are, there are milestones, there are gas stations, there are things along the way. Right. Um, so we don't see the application as, as a walled garden. So we integrate with other solutions that we'll be announcing soon okay. um, that provide salary as well That's as growth, job information, yep. growth and change. Um, I, I think one of the things that everyone should do when they hear this is definitely go to our website and start to check it out. But also to look at what are they using right now for networking? Right. What are they what using? Are they doing? Right. What are they doing? Um, this may not be the best. With with sure, it, it could be the best. But if they're not doing something that's at least moving them along to betterment, they should try this as a tool. Well, and it's it's about career navigation, right? And networking and building relationships is like one of those things. But you need a plan, right? So we're the we're the first career GPS. Okay. Um, and I believe that people need to look at this as part of their ecosystem. You know. My vision for this application, you asked me where it's going to be in five years, is, um, you know, I want career coaches. We've got career coaches today through um, some of our, our early customers who are using this with their okay. clients. Yeah. Who are using this to guide their clients and right. give them turn-by-turn -turn direction. So did you log into Upmo today and what were some of the things that you completed? What challenges did you have? So we in no way want to compete with the successful career coaches and sure. consultants that are out sure. there. And we the people love, interface. Yeah, because that's important. Nobody has had the opportunity like I have for the last hour. This is, uh, yeah. and, and truly, I mean, that, that's, sure. that's what it, that is what it's all about. Is, um, tell, I, I don't think you explained what people will see on the screen. Are they literally going to see a little roadmap with, with various things? What, 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 are, what's the visual? They are going to see a little roadmap. Looks um, like a GPS? Looks like a GPS, and it set, starts out, says, you're here. You're just crossing the George Washington Bridge. You're just bridge, crossing baby. the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> it shows you pictures of the people that you can emulate, and okay. it shows you their background. It shows you their little roadmap, so it right. shows you where, they're, where they've been, and it shows you the points in their careers that are of interest, and did it you explains. Have to, did, do people have to give you the um, okay to use them? So all the people who have been um, profiled by our application are, um, are friends of Utmo. Okay. And so they have spent uh, hours with us talking wow. about That's exciting. their... Yeah, it's exciting because... I wanted just to see that. <laughs> so, so we've heard. <laughs> so oh, we've I can heard. tell from the look that that's a, that's a surprise garden. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, people really want to see... Um, where where they're going in their careers. And so what what the application allows you to do is it allows you to interactively look at these different people, see what they've done, look about their career paths. It allows you to interactively, it's in all in flash, so it's very dynamic. Okay. Start to map out your career. And then the daily guidance is, is in a very simple to consume sexy format. Okay. So um Absolutely. It's, it's an online service that we believe is going to be highly interactive and we're continuing to get feedback. So we want people to, to email me and tell me what they think about it. Great. Um, we want to know.
We want to know. We'll have an OnStar service in, if you, in case of a crash. I'll have to ask my I, I have engineering. just destroyed myself. I have destroyed myself. Uh, you have, are there fun things in here like um, uh, avoid over-drinking at the Christmas party, uh, know where your knives and forks are, don't offer a, don't order a beer at a, at a French restaurant. I mean, the stuff that theoretically people look at to see whether you, you match up. Uh, you know, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> uh, I think I got you a little bit. You did yeah. get me. Okay. Yeah. You know. Don't don't order maybe, ribs with a white shirt on. <laughs> I might do that. Actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't. Texas, I'd be right next to you. I I might just do I that. I know. Uh, and I might have I might have a. Uh, so, there are things that the system will not do. Okay. Uh, but I think along the way, we need to rely on the experts, the people who can give us specific guidance about, you know, what, what to do when you go to, uh, to those places. But what we are doing is we do want people um, who are experts in different areas to be guest bloggers on our site. So we're looking for people who say, you know, here's how to manage yourself in a business meeting in France right. uh, or in Paris specifically. So all that guidance will be available either through our site or through partner sites. Okay. And upmode.com is in beta right now? It is in beta right now. And what does that mean? to so the people means, who access uh, it? So Google has been in beta. Uh, Gmail, which Google provides, has been in beta for three years. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. It, it means that it's an early product, mm -hmm. but we know that there are people today who are using it and who are getting great value and mm -hmm. who are, who are GPSing their own careers. So it's, it's open and available today, and it's absolutely free. And how do, um, how do you intend on marketing this in the short run? That's a great question. In the short run, we're relying very heavily on word of mouth. Mm -hmm. So our application has spread that way. Mm -hmm. The other thing is we're in partnership with a lot of the top graduate schools your, and your universities. Network. Our network. Yeah. So we've got um, Northwestern's Kellogg School of Business is providing this application to their alumni, as is Pepperdine University. So we've got some of those relationships. Uh, we're also using word of mouth. And conversations like these obviously help us get to the many thousands of people who listen to McLaughlin at Work. Is there a limit to the number of people who can access Upmo at any one time? There isn't a limit. Uh, we are um, having an invitation-only beta right now. So you go in, you let us know who you are, and we'll get back to you within, within moments uh, uh, with a, pro a promotional code so you can get access to it. But if you want to figure out if your network is ready, you can take our free network readiness evaluator on the website right now. Uh, for free and with no no access. And two last questions. One sure. is how many people do you have in there as models right now for people to emulate? We have a few dozen, and it's really at the point at which we're getting feedback on those few dozen. Okay. But um, the next few months, you'll see us roll out uh, several dozen more. That's all I'll say at this point. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, also, lastly, people are always concerned about privacy. Yeah. If people share their innermost thoughts on this, are they protected? They are protected. So we take privacy pretty seriously. I happen to be married to an attorney. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I take privacy and the rights of our users very seriously. And all of our privacy terms are on our website. Promise Phelan, thank you very much for being with McLaughlin at work. Paul McLaughlin here, New York City, the end of 2008, looking with Upmo towards uh, a happier 2009 that we left 2008. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Paul. And that'll about do it. Week 2, 5 January 2009, Paul McLaughlin, on the Work Walk, your audio guide to the workplace here on webtalkradio.net. Upwardly Mobile.
the GPS for your career, upmode.com. Try it out. Can't hurt. Next week, we'll be talking with Laird Post about capturing the people advantage, a reader from Strategy and Business, Booze and Company, where Laird Post is a principal, talking about thought leaders on human capital, the role of human resources in corporate America. Again, another discussion where 2009 holds a lot of promise, some pitfalls, a lot of potential. Got to take advantage of it. Got to roll out the world, roll out that new year. 2008 can't be prologue. It has to be the year that we change the way we do things. And we're going to help you do that here. McLaughlin at work, webtalkradio.net, your audio guide to the workplace. Thanks for listening next week.